0: This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. A good one could involve an empty suitcase, 12 grapes or special coloured underwear. This is your Squiz Kids shortcut to new years around the world the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer.
1: And I'm Bryce Gordon.
0: Depending on where you are in the world this week You might be partying hard on December 31 Or waiting for another date to mark the start of your new year
1: Today we'll take you through what we think are some of the most interesting traditions observed on December 31 Where in the world New Year is celebrated on different dates And why humans care so much about turning over the calendar anyway
0: Listen carefully, there's a squiz at the end What Bryce, one of my favourite New Year's was spent with Spanish friends and it was a pretty standard night, you know, delicious food, great company, Mm -hmm. excellent music. But then at 11.59, all the Spanish people ran around making sure that we all had 12 grapes. What?
1: 12 grapes? What's that about?
0: Well, the traditional belief is that if you eat one for each strike of the clock at 12, you'll have 12 months of good luck in the new year. There are actually a lot of traditions around the world relating to luck and fortune in the new year. Mm -hmm. So in the Philippines, there are a lot of round decorations at new year with that circle symbolising coins and meaning that you'll have good luck with money. So it's common for people to wear polka dots for the same reason.
1: Ah, eating grapes, wearing polka dots that all sounds pretty easy.
0: Well, and under those polka dots, you might want to wear some special undies. In lots of (laughs) South and Central American countries, like Brazil and Ecuador and Bolivia, you wear red undies if you want to be lucky in love the next year, Uh and yellow if you're looking for financial prosperity or lucky with money.
1: I absolutely love that one.
0: I reckon my favourite one, though, Bryce, is the Colombian tradition of walking around the block at midnight carrying an empty suitcase. (laughs) And that's in the hope of guaranteeing a year full of travel and adventure.
1: Oh, wow. Now, that is a tradition after... COVID that I can absolutely get behind. (laughs) Right. All of the ones we've talked about so far are welcoming the new year. Are there any traditions, though, to farewell the old year?
0: Yeah, some years, like 2021, it is quite good to Mm. see the end of. Yeah, Um, see ya. I do love this one from Denmark. Apparently, the tradition there is to go and smash old plates and glasses against the doors of your family (laughs) and friends' houses to banish any bad spirits that are left there from the old year. I love that And one. in Panama and Central America, people burn muñecos, which are like huge puppets, and yeah. they're made to look like people who stood out in the news from the past year, and when they burn, the past uh-huh. burns with them.
1: Wow, fire and destruction.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's okay because in the morning, everything starts again fresh. So I in see. Greece, on New Year's Eve, families pick up an onion on the way home from church and hang it yeah. over their doorway. <laughs> And in the morning, parents wake up at their kids by tapping them on the head with the onion. <laughs> Why an onion? Well... Think about an onion. Even if you leave it alone without any water, without any soil, it actually sends out roots and grows. So ever since ancient times in Greece, onions have been seen as a symbol of growth and rebirth. And so that Ah. New Year's Eve onion symbolises growth and health for the family in the coming year.
1: Wow. So many great traditions, even being doofed on the head by an onion. (laughs) And we haven't even touched on the fireworks or the resolutions. But not every country and culture celebrates the start of a New year year on January 1. Where in the world can we travel to experience a different new year?
0: Where? Let's go first to China for the first new moon of spring and the start of the lunar new year.
1: Isn't that called Chinese New Year?
0: Well, yeah, that is the common name. But it's all about celebrating the new year on a calendar that follows the moon, and moon is where lunar comes from. And that's why the date changes, because the moon calendar changes. And in 2022, Chinese New Year is on February the 1st. So about 10 days before that, Chinese people will clean their houses thoroughly in preparation and many people will travel to be with their families. On New Year's Day, families... Families come together to eat and presents of money are given in bright red envelopes called see. Uh-huh. Now, red is a colour that you'll see a lot of because there's an old legend that a scary beast called Nyan would come to scare humans on New Year's Day. Yeah. But Nian was afraid of the colour red and of loud noises, which is why Lunar New Year involves lots of loud, popping firecrackers and red.
1: Awesome! Like in Chinatown, and they have the dancing dragon and those firecrackers. That exactly, incredibly well, that loud noise. noise. Yeah. Now, how long do these noisy celebrations last?
0: Yeah, well, it's a 15-day party. It's fantastic. That's how long it takes for the new moon to become a full moon, and then a lantern festival is held to finish everything off.
1: Oh, that sounds beautiful. A full moon celebrated by big colourful lanterns.
0: And amazing food. Yum. Now, the next New Year we'll visit is another place known for its delicious food, but which marks its New Year based on the solar calendar Mm -hmm. instead of the lunar calendar. I'm talking about Thailand. Right. So, most people are Buddhists there, and Songkran is the Buddhist celebration of New Year. It's held from April 13 to April 15, and it's a three-day water festival. Oh, yeah. Parades are held with huge statues of Buddha that spray water on (laughs) passers-by. Awesome. And in small villages, young people throw water at each other for fun.
1: Now, I love a water fight as much as the next person, but what does it have to do with the beginning of a new year?
0: Yeah, well, it symbolises washing away the troubles of the past year. It's sort of like washing yourself clean for a new start
1: Ah. So there's a lunar new year, a solar new year both in places that have big Buddhist populations. Do other religions have their own new years too?
0: Yes, indeed, they do. Excellent question. (laughs) Jewish New Year is called Rosh Hashanah. It's Uh believed that God opens the Book of Life for 10 days. Uh And during this time, Jews want to make up for anything they've done wrong and to forgive others for their wrongdoing. And a ram's horn trumpet known as a Uh shofar is blown before and during Rosh Hashanah.
1: And, of course, the Islamic lunar calendar only has 354 or 355 days, compared with the 365 days on the Gregorian calendar, which is the one that we know and use. So when do they celebrate the beginning of a new year?
0: Well, it's the first day of the month of Muharram, which is the first month of the Islamic year. But, Bryce... If we want to get real bang for our New Year's buck, we should probably travel to India.
1: Oh, yes, please. Where there
0: are multiple New Year's celebrations in the different regions and religions. I counted at least 25.
1: Whoa, we would be busy celebrating if we went to everyone, which makes me wonder why do so many cultures and communities care about the beginning of a new year?
0: No other date seems to make people, especially grown-ups, look back on what they've done and reflect and resolve to do some things better and to set Mm. goals. As we're getting ready to eat and dance and be merry, we're also doing some deep thinking, aren't we?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, what is behind, do you think, all of this wanting to be better?
0: Well, one psychologist thinks that the appeal of New Year's is all about survival. So, we're celebrating uh-huh. having made it through one year, having survived it, yeah. and then we're making plans to survive again in the next uh-huh. year, and that's why we're resolving to, you know, eat less and exercise more.
1: huh. true.
0: And then there are these really old customs that are also about making sure that we survive socially. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, we talked about the Jewish New Year tradition of forgiveness. Yep. And in Scotland, for centuries, people have gone first footing in the New Year. Mm-hmm. So they're entering their neighbours and friends' houses for the first time yep. and wishing oh, them well. Happy New Year. Sort of starting positively. You know, humans do depend on each other for survival and so part of many New Year's traditions are making nice with other people. Oh,
1: nice. Forgiveness, kindness, health happiness, good luck, travel. These are all good things that help us not only survive but thrive. Happy New Year, Amanda.
0: Happy New Year, Bryce, and Happy New Year to Squiz Kids.
1: Indeed.
0: Time for the Squiz.
1: This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What do Greek families hang over the door, then bop on their children's heads on New Year's (laughs) Day? That's right, it's an onion.
0: Question number two. What colour undies do people in South and Central America wear for New Year's good luck? That's right, it's red for love or yellow for money. (laughs) Question number three. Huge
1: Buddha statues spray what on people during the Thai celebrations of Songkram? You got it, it's water.
0: That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explore the who, what, how, where, when and why of New Year's around the
1: world. And as we say every day on Squiz Kids Today podcast, now get out there and have a most excellent day.
0: Over and out.